Hi everyone, welcome back to Young and Wifed Up. This is Marcella. And I'm Gabby. And thanks for joining us this week for another episode. Before we start today's topic, I want to talk to you guys quickly about Earth Hero. Earth Hero is your one-stop shop for all your sustainable products, including cleaning stuff, children, baby products, beauty products. There's, I get all my A makeup lot, on Earth yeah. Hero. Laundry, household, gifts, anything that you need. It's like the Amazon for s- sustainable products. Low waste, yeah. Yeah. So if you are considering leaving the bigger corporations like Amazon and trying to figure out how you can lower your carbon footprint and how you can um, get more products for your household that have less chemicals and are better for our earth and for our bodies, then head to earthhero.com. And we have a link in our website that has our code young and wifed up so that you can get 10% off of your purchase. And I'm able to use that code with every purchase, not just your first one. Oh, nice. So you can get 10% off forever. (laughs) All right, let's get into today's topic. Okay, so um, we're going to talk about scaring women out of motherhood. Dun, dun, dun. No, do we... (laughs) Do we mean that we want to scare people out of motherhood? No, we're talking about culture in general tends to only bring to light all of the quote unquote negative things about being a parent. Um, in the name of vulnerability. Yeah. And, and I'm, being I'm raw and about real. to talk about all Perfect. of that. I'm stoked. Anyway, <clears throat> in today's culture... We've seen a pretty far pendulum swing from women never being able to broach the topic of the difficulties of motherhood to us not being able to quit complaining about our kids every second of the day, complaining on social media, complaining to our husbands, complaining to our girlfriends, to our women's group, even complaining to about our kids to our kids. Hmm. What ends up happening when we let these seemingly harmless comments slip out of our mouths on a regular basis? Are we just giving way and opportunity for resentment to slowly callous our hearts towards our children? Are our complaints causing calluses to even build up in other people's hearts that we're not even realizing? I'm not saying we are personally responsible for others' sin, but I think we've taken being vulnerable too far to the point where it's actually hurting our witness, mm. especially to women who are either more turned off to the idea of kids or who already have kids and are struggling to change their mindset and attitude towards their children for the better. I don't have um like set statistics on what the ratio is between positively and negatively geared content on social media when it comes to this topic, but because of the algorithms on my personal feeds, and who I follow, most of the stuff that pops up for me is related to motherhood. And I will say like eight times out of 10, the children are seen as a nuisance and a bother. Like they are something that is withholding the mother from more important work, whether that be a career, me time or self-care, time with friends, even ministry at their church. There was a girl that I was in a kind of a comment conversation with, and I already kind of told you about this a few days ago. Um. On the video itself from another creator that I really love on TikTok, I would, I wish I could remember what her name was. You follow her too, though, right? I'm pretty sure you said. Grace? Yes. Yeah. Redhead? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It was on one of her videos. And I love all the stuff that she's been posting. And she was talking about how 
as women, as believers, our homes are our first ministry and it should be our top priority. And another woman had commented that um, she was saying, well, the Lord is calling me to missions. And so that's going to like take precedence over anything else. And she was even saying she was like, I would love to have a family. I definitely want to get married, but not right now. Like I have like more important work to do. And so I was just commenting back to her and telling her, like, I think you're mixing up what a lot of people would say is like the gift of singleness with with what should actually be like the gift of celibacy, which is from what you're telling me is not something that you would have because you wouldn't really have any desire. There's kind of like a supernatural inclination away from um, marriage and anything like that, you know, from any thing like with the opposite sex or anything like that. And I was like, if you desire a family and marriage, like you being single is not a gift. It's a, it's a burden in your life because it's something that you desire. And so, I, so then so she was commenting back and just telling me like, well, when, you know, when I do have a family, like, yeah, family's important, but like ministry should be the top priority. And I was like, that's like, that seems like a dichotomy, though, because you're saying, yeah, family's important, but ministry is more important. It's like, it's the same thing. They should be in the same category. Family is like your home is your top, most important ministry that you're doing as as a woman. And so even in Christian circles, there is a lot of. um. There's a lot of that like, oh, I got to go out and do this big thing for the Lord and like do all the mission stuff. And, you know, I have to be serving in the church. And if I'm neglecting my home because I'm serving in the church, it's for some higher calling. That's not which is, you know, which is not right. So needless to say, children are given a bad rap. I mean, is motherhood difficult? In general, I think it's safe to say yes. (laughs) But just because something is difficult doesn't make it bad. As believing mothers, we need to take extra care to not paint motherhood or even marriage in a bad light. The detailed and difficult things about motherhood are what the church and more specifically a Titus 2 woman is for in your life. Mm -hmm. Specific people in your life need to have that intimate look into your home and family relationships for exhortation and correction. But do not allow the whole world, which may just mean the people in the same room as you at that time, to have an inside look at your children's or husband's shortcomings, just so you can make everyone else feel better and more normal. Can we make generalizations on the hardships? Sure. I've said many times on here that motherhood is difficult. And that's not even necessarily a negative thing, like I've been saying. But for every negative comment, we can certainly strive to make five positive ones in its place quickly without having to think too hard about it. How can we help our speech reflect what we want it to reflect? Well, it starts in our own hearts. Luke 6, 43-45 says, For no good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit. For each tree is known by its own fruit. For figs are not gathered from thorn bushes, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of his evil treasure produces evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Are we more inclined to make bitter and resentful comments when that is what 
we are dwelling on and how we are feeling about our day-to-day life with our children. I think the passage I just read would allow us to answer with a resounding yes. There are no exceptions to bitterness. It is sin in all situations. Disciplining ourselves in our thought life is crucial. We are not going to be perfect at this tomorrow, but a long-term upward trajectory is certainly feasible. Even being more practical, you can implement the rule for yourself that for every negative thing you may complain to your husband about at the end of the day, you will speak on five other things about your children out of thankfulness, joy, and love. And if I struggle to even come up with five positive things on a regular basis, I think some serious introspection and diligent prayer on my attitude and outlook on motherhood needs to be done. The episode title may feel a little bit misleading (laughs) based off of everything I've just said, but the only way that as a culture we can change how the general population views parenthood is by each of us working on our own witness, which a lot of the time means how we view our own children. How can we convince other people of the joys and rewards of motherhood when we are still trying to convince ourselves? Stop the convincing. Believe without question that children are a blessing and heritage from the Lord. We believe this because the word is our final authority for how we think and act, not just about heavenly things, but about earthly things as well. When we believe this wholeheartedly, even in the midst of what may seem like never-ending heartache that can come with raising children, it will flow out of us in our speech, our countenance, and our conduct. Women need to hear more that... Being a mother is a very rewarding vocation. The enemy and feminism, hand in hand, have gypped (laughs) modern women of the truth that motherhood is a high and beautiful calling to be pursued. Even pagan women, who finally, after many years probably, decided to have kids, have said things like, why did everybody tell me it was going to be so awful? My child is the best thing that's ever happened to me. You know why they say that? Because the word is true. Yeah. For everyone, children are a blessing, period. Full stop. We need to make that truth known, obvious, and normative. Amen. Do you have anything to add to that? I think that we can take all of those principles and apply it to our attitudes towards our husbands. 1,000%. And and also towards... Our hard work that we have to do to keep our home afloat. Mm -hmm. And neither of us are saying that we have the perfect attitudes ourselves. Uh, No, far from. It is a temptation (laughs) common to all of us. Yes. You know, And, and the point is that we recognize that this is a temptation for us. And that we strive and ask the Lord to apply the virtues. Yes. (laughs) Through the work of the Holy Spirit in our hearts, you know, to do that, you know. And when we practice that, it will start to influence the other women around us. Yes. And I know when I'm constantly around women that are negative, complaining, have bad attitudes, always have something wrong mm-hmm. to say, that I generally don't want to spend time with them as much. Because I feel like it can go one of two ways. Like, it can, it can either push you away yeah. if that's not something... That you want to be around or you become like them. it can pull you into their sin. Yeah. And then you start to act 
and think and talk like them. If that is something that you have an inclination towards, that you know that you are, you have a tendency to lean towards bitterness and resentfulness when it, or resentment towards your children and your husband and what needs to be done at home. When you're around people who are actively like putting that out, yeah. I mean, it just it makes it so much more difficult for yourself to to have your heart and thoughts in the right place. And we shouldn't discount the the power that other women have on other women. Yes. The immense influence that we have mm-hmm. can be both positive and negative. Yeah. And even me, when I was felt like a very strong Christian rooted in the Lord when I was around one particular person at work when I used to go to an office to work I started to think like her mm. and and I was becoming her and it was it was so jarring like yeah. there was one in, there was one interaction that I had or one time that I had hung out with her where it was like so clear to me that I was changing and I thought I'm strong. I'm in a good church. You know, like yeah, I'm nobody's immune. We're not immune. We cannot. We need to be on guard of our own hearts and also the influence that is around us. Mm-hmm. If I'm constantly watching people on TikTok or or YouTube talk about how how they can't wait to get away from their kids and their husband and they need me time every day. And, you know, there's like this this self care. There's like a there's thing. like a checklist. That needs to be completed. And it's like, if only these things are happening, if only these things have happened in my life today, then I'll be in a good mood. Yeah. Or then I'll have a good attitude. Or then I'll have patience. But if it's all gone awry, then I have every excuse in the book to be snapping at people, to be like an emotional tyrant in my home, which is definitely a sin that women are inclined yeah to do so yeah so yeah i really think that this is something i mean it is convicting for me to check my own heart and my own yeah struggles with my attitude problems and and there is we have to conform ourselves to the word of god not the opposite Mm -hmm. and the more we conform our our lives to the word of God, the easier it will be to be a positive, upbeat, joyful person. Yeah. That that I want when people when people see me and my conduct, I want to be a positive reflection of the Lord, my husband's name, mm-hmm. you know, like my reputation affects his reputation. 100%. I want to be when somebody sees me, I pray that they see they they think I want to be like her. Mm-hmm. I want to be a godly wife. And if that's if I'm not striving for that, you know, then it's going to be the opposite like, "Ooh, I really hope I don't talk to my husband like that Gabby talks to hers." Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like there it can we can affect people and our witness like you said yeah. in your notes. Like we can affect our witness and Titus 2 verse 5 explicitly says, and we talked about this in our submission episode, that the word of God can be blasphemed by the conduct of a woman. Mm-hmm. And so it is it is very serious and that we should consider how are we presenting our lives to the world around us yeah. and how are we treating our own family mm-hmm. and our own the little ones in our house 
and our husbands. And ultimately, I do think it will bring us more natural joy the more we walk in obedience and the more we yeah. work. Yeah. It and, is work. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes we, we're such a, like, feelings-centric culture at this point that it's like, unless I'm feeling good, then I can act good. Or if yeah. I'm feeling okay, then I can act okay. Or I can have a good attitude. And it's like... I'm not being true to myself and to my own feelings if I'm not fine on the inside and like I'm mm-hmm. faking it to everybody else on the outside. And it's like, I say fake it till you make it. Yeah. Like if you have things going on on the inside that it's like, you know what? At this time, my children need me right here, right now to mm-hmm. have a good attitude. If you don't, you don't got the time to go and into your prayer closet <laughs> and to yeah. like read your word for 30 minutes and be like, okay, Lord, your kids are screaming in the other room. <laughs> like, we don't have time for that. Yeah. We, okay, say a quick prayer. Yes. Even just like praying constantly in your mind while you're trying to fix your own what's going on, even on your face and how you're saying things and your tone of voice and all of that stuff. And it's like sometimes you have to do the action when it's not even happening mm-hmm. within your heart. Yeah. And so it's like it's a discipline to it be able is. to not just go whichever way your feelings are telling you to go. It's that's not how we need to op- how we should be operating as yeah. believers. So yeah. and if we're sinners saved by grace, like we shouldn't rely on like Paul says, don't sin that make grace may abound. We can't be like oh, well, you know, God's got me covered today, even though I was screaming at everybody in the house. And yeah. I went I went on Instagram live and complained about my family and my life. Like we yeah. that's not the perspective we need to have. Yeah. We need to have the perspective of we are held to a higher standard because yeah. we are saved by grace. Yeah. Because the Lord has saved us, we have to respond in thankfulness to him by stewarding the people in our lives that we have been given take care of and to love Mm -hmm. and that includes our husband's children and our own hearts Mm -hmm. word amen okay guys if you guys want to hear this week's bonus episode talking about wearing dresses and target run culture then head on to our patreon account um thank you to our patrons our besties our sisters our queens for hanging out with us and we hope you guys have a great week bye bye